Cool. All right, we are in, well, we're going to be in uh, Genesis 27, but I want to jump back to Genesis 25 to look at uh, verse 23, which is the response that uh, the Lord gave Rebecca when she had the two children in her womb, in her stomach. If you remember, uh, they weren't right. There was something wrong. So she went and inquired of the Lord. The best thing she could do, the best thing that we can do, is when there's something wrong, go ask the Lord. Like, what's up? What's going on? And he says to her in verse 23 of chapter 25, And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Now, with this answer from the Lord... We're going to jump ahead to Genesis 27 when the the sons are older. And we're going to see that some people are ignoring this uh, word from the Lord and and doing kind of whatever they feel like doing. So I just want to bring us back here. And we're going to do this a couple more times because because we see people just ignoring the word of the Lord and, and some of the consequences of that. So... Hopping into uh, chapter 27. So I want to remind everyone that we've been through Abraham, who was very faithful to the Lord and walked with the Lord and and loved the Lord. And then he had a son, Isaac. Uh, Isaac uh, was the one that was bound and went up on on the mountain to be sacrificed. Um, Abraham has passed on. Now Isaac is the head of the family and he's old. uh, And he has these two sons. Uh, Esau, the older one, who's hairy and red, and we have uh, Jacob, the younger one, who is, but it says, not so hairy. He's a plain man or complete in, in some of the translations. So we'll start here in verse 1 of chapter 27. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son. And he answered him, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savory food, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. And pause there. So here it is. Isaac wants to give his blessing upon Esau, his older son, because he favored him, not because... Like any other reason but because of his stomach as you'll remember that that uh isaac loved jacob because of the food that he made and rebecca loved uh sorry isaac loved esau because of the food that he made and rebecca loved jacob so so here isaac is is ignoring this this prophecy from the lord about the two nations and he's trying to to give the the blessing away to his older son because he loves him and go more. He loves him more, says the scripture. And so he gives him this task: go make me, go make me some of that food that I really like, and I'm going to bless you. And and Esau goes to go do that. Picking verse five. Now Rebecca was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt game and to bring it. 
So Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me, that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids of the goats, and I will make savory food from your from them for your father, such as he loves. Then you shall take it to your father, that he may eat it, that he may bless you before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I'm a smooth-skinned man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him. I shall bring a curse on myself, and not a blessing. But this... But his mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go. Get them for me. And he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the choice clothes of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she gave him the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. So I'll pause here and, and explain this ridiculous scene. So so again, we talked about last week that they have plenty of food and cattle that uh, they don't have to go hunt up game for food. They've got flocks and flocks and flocks. So Rebecca just says, hey, go grab two, two, two of the best uh, goats you could find out in the field and bring them to me and I'm going to make food for your dad. And in verse like 11 and 12, like Jacob is listening to his mother and saying like mom this isn't gonna work like i'm i'm completely different from my brother like we're he, what if he f feels me like i'm i'm smooth and and he uh, esau is like really hairy per this per the way that we we see this because they put goat skin on his arms and on the back of his neck like a skin of a goat is wrapped around his arms and his neck like that's how hairy esau is that his eventually his father will feel him and be like oh yeah this is him like, that's how hairy Esau is. He's very hairy. And we see in 11 and 12 that he's not so worried about um, how what this looks like or the how morally good this is. He's more worried about uh, being found out, getting caught. He knows that they're doing something wrong. And, and he says, I, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, I, I could be found out. And his mother says, no, don't worry about it. Uh, if he curses you, let let the curse be on me. And so she's really pushing and trying to make this work in her son's favor. And we see a lot of deception. And we see a lot of conniving going on. That Rebecca is very quick to act when she hears about this thing. And, and this is not... Um, not good. No, this is deceptive. And I don't know if anyone else uh, like sees the manipulative, like controlling mother, like, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. And, and how broken the communication is between her and her husband, that, that there's just issues and there is sin in this family. That Jacob's ignoring what the Lord has said. No, no, sorry. Isaac, the father, is ignoring what God has said. And Rebecca's not talking to him and isn't communicating to him, saying like, hey, hey, the Lord said that the younger is, the older will serve the younger. 
and and there's no communication there's there's just like this brokenness that goes throughout this entire family this this sin as you remember um isaac isaac uh, when the lord spoke to him the lord said because of abraham's faith i'll bless you we we don't see this great faith of isaac um as much as we saw in abraham's life although abraham did did falter and, and did lie about his wife and a few other things but we see that isaac just wants to bless his older son regardless of what the lord said and and for us today for our lives like we need to be aware that what the lord has said and and not flee from it not contradict it not not make up these little lies that we we believe to follow so one of the big lies that we have today is that uh if i'm a good person the lord when i die the lord will probably put me in heaven because i'm a good person and and that sounds nice and that's a wonderful idea but that's not what the scriptures say that's something that we have made up and we'll, we'll take a little bit of what god has said god's love he's he said he's love so i can i can apply that with my human logic and say well if he loves like maybe he'll love me and i can get into heaven and we ignore what the lord has said and this is the danger, this is the danger of all the cults and all the people that, that pop up that say they know how to get to heaven or what to do to um, stay out of hell. And they, a lot of them ignore what the Lord has said. And, and that is a huge flaw that we have as humans is to ignore what the Lord has said because what, what he says stands. What it, he says he's not going to change. He is unchanging our God. And so these people think, just like Sarah uh, gave her handmaiden to Abraham, trying to make the promise be fulfilled by her own actions, we have the same kind of idea where they're like, well, God said this, so I'm going to make it happen by all these these deceptive things. I'm going to go and, and we're, we're going to make this happen, you and me, says Rebecca and her to her youngest. We see that there's going to be sin and there's going to be uh, th- threats of murder and there's going to be a broken relationships because they're pursuing this by their own physical power, by their own physical strength. Um, instead of waiting on the Lord, as I will constantly tell you, like, wait on the Lord, he'll do it. So we don't actually know what, what the Lord's plan was for this because these people go in and make a, a muddle of it and and change it but it's because they're being led by their self by selfish reasons by selfish ambition and what's going to happen because of that selfishness is they're going to break these relationships so we'll keep going so in verse 17 she'd given the rebecca the mom gave the food to her son put him in his uh, best clothes put some skin around uh, some goat skin on his arms on the back of his neck and he goes into his father verse 18 so he went into his father and said my son or sorry he went into his father and said my father and he said here i am who are you my son jacob said to his father i am esau your firstborn i have done just as you told me please arise sit and eat of the game that your soul may be blessed but isaac said to his son how is it that you found food found it so quickly my son he said because the lord your god brought it to me Isaac said to Jacob, 
Please come near that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him. It said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. Then he said, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. Then he said, Bring it near me, and I will eat of my son's game so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him, and he ate. And he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing, and blessed him, and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore may God give you of the dew of the heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you, and nations bow down to you. My master over, Be master over your brethren, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be those who bless you. So there's the blessing that, that he gave to his what he thought was his eldest son. And we see deception on, on Esau's part. He is not, um, he is following his mother's commanding leading, but when he's asked, What's, who are you? He lies. Don't do that. Don't lie. The Lord doesn't want us to be lying. But this is what he does. And the deception is fulfilled because it's he feels his hands, he smells the clothes, and, and Rebecca has done a really good job at being deceitful to her husband. And again, I want to point out, like, the relationship between husband and wife, Isaac and Rebecca, is just broken. It's not, it's not open communication. It is so broken that it's filled with deceit and lies. Instead of them having a conversation about it, instead of having a healthy conversation about it, they, she instead defaults to deception. So where there's the sin that just is all over this story and no one no one is really like in the clear because we've got Isaac that's going against the Lord and we have uh, Jacob who who's lying and we have Rebecca who's being deceitful and and making the situation happen and and it's just it's just this family's so broken full of sin and God can still use them but we don't have to walk this way for, um, for us to get um, to have a comfortable life here to to be blessed by the Lord. We don't have to be deceitful. It's not how, as we'll read the rest of the Bible, that's not how the Lord wants us to walk. He wants us to to seek after Him. He wants us to follow Him first, to seek the kingdom instead of riches or clothes or things. Um, in Matthew seven, it says that uh, the birds don't have to toil and and the flowers don't have to to spin for their clothing, but the God provides for them. And how much more of value are we that the Lord pro- provides all that stuff? He He says in the, in in that chapter that he, we should pr- pursue the kingdom of God first, and God will give us all those things. And here, these people are not pursuing the kingdom of God; they're they're pursuing things right here and right now. And so he lies to him about him catching the, the game, and he gets this blessing. And the blessing seems to confirm that it's Esau. Um, and he's got a blessing of, of material goods, food, and wine, and everything that he would need. He's blessed with uh, leadership, that people 
serve you and nations bow down to you and that he'll be master over your brethren and that your mother's sons bow down to you curse be curse curse be everyone who curses you and bless be those who bless you and so that's a little bit of a, a reminder of uh, the Genesis 12 uh, blessing from God to Abraham he said very similar things curse be everyone who curses you and blessed but be those that bless you and so he gives this this blessing and it seems um, to be inspired by the Lord because of some of the words that are used and some of um, the elements that are in it but it also is, doesn't give an, a name so this this blessing comes to jacob the younger son who has already inherited the birthright or has the position of inheriting the birthright because he sold it earlier for a bowl of soup so he gets this blessing too through trickery and deceit So we move on to Esau's lost hope, verse 30. Now it happened as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. He also had made savory food and brought it to his father, and said to his father, Let my father rise and eat of his son's games, that your soul may be blessed, that your soul may bless me. And his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? So he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. And Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who? Where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, me also, O my father. And he said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, It is he not rightly named Jacob, for he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servants. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me. Me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live and you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> he comes in very soon after, uh, very, very soon after, his brother left and has the food and so the lord did deliver an animal into the hand of esau very quickly but not not quick enough and so he comes in and immediately isaac knows what's going on and what has happened and and he realizes the deception and esau here is is pursuing the blessing he's wanting this thing from his father um that he 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 had been told he was going to get from his father and and he Esau had blessed his son with the first, the Jacob with all the these things, and so he doesn't have much of a blessing left. Indeed, this sounds kind of like a curse. Like you're you're gonna live by your sword. You're gonna serve your brother. You're gonna um, when you get restless, you're gonna break his yoke from your neck. And and we see that these things are falling in line as as the Lord kind of prophesied from before before the kids were even born, that 
that the older the older will serve the younger and not not as the normal typical you know eldest firstborn system that they had back then um, and it's interesting and I'll point this out because we'll, we'll not get to it in Genesis but so we're, we're going to see Jacob and Esau and I want you to keep these things in mind the the serving the brother the um, when when you get restless you're going to break the yoke from your neck and and in this story in Genesis talking about these two actual people we will not see these um, these events happening the things that the Lord says is going to happen because the the prophecies are not about these two individuals they're about the nations that are going to come from them and so we're not going to see Esau really be a slave to Jacob we'll, we'll, it's down the line we'll see them come back to, I haven't gotten there yet well, we'll see. But so these things are not for individuals. Therefore, the nations that are going to come from them. And I want, I'm going to kind of keep coming back to these blessings and to these the prophecies as we get come back to those stories. So you can see that like these are not like immediately happening right then and there. They have a further purpose. Because God doesn't always just speak into the situation we're in right now. Sometimes God gives us words for the future and things that we can't see or even like imagine are going to be happening. <laughs> And so this really, really frustrates his brother and really just like, I wanted the, the, the blessing. And it talks about it here in Hebrews 12, 14 through 17. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to read this and we'll hop back in and see what they are pursuing. So Hebrews 12, 14 through 17. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up causes trouble. And by this, many become defiled. So it's saying bitterness. That bitterness in our heart will spring up and, and defile us and, and um, make us fall short of the grace of God. So we need to be very careful of our hearts and the way that we live with others. Because that bitterness can get in and it will separate us from God. And it will separate us from people that we love. Verse 16, at least there be any fornicators or profane persons like Esau. Now, fornicators is one of those fancy words for someone that sleeps around. Um, and so we have Esau, who's got multiple wives already at this point in time. And a profane person like Esau, and the, that's referring to the fact that he didn't want his birthright. He he, he said, these, these, these things, these holy things, these responsibilities I don't want. That's so why he profaned them. He made them worthless. He made them worth a bowl of red bean stew rather than give them the honor that they should have had. Um, who, for one morsel of food, sold his birthright. For you know that afterwards, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. So he had made these things of honor, these things from the Lord, these these responsibilities as as worthless as dirt as worthless as a bowl of soup and he rejected them and in this instance in his life he 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 cried for it he wanted it he sought after them but they were gone he'd sold them they were they were no longer within his grasp to receive and so there's also this this calling for us that that we need to be careful about the way that we walk, the way that we talk, the way that we live, because 
what we say, what we do, uh, is a part of that record that the Lord is, is keeping his eye on and will eventually judge us by. And if we continually reject the Lord, if we continually take the word of the Lord, if we ignore it and make it worthless and don't follow the Lord at all, though we, we want to be saved, though we want to go into the kingdom of of God, we, we may have profaned too much. We may have never walked with the Lord at all, as Esau had never walked with the Lord. And, and we don't see any faithfulness on his part for godly matters. We see only that he was pursuing self and and married who his parents didn't want him to marry and was a, a you know a sportsman going out in the into the the woods to hunt rather than taking learning to take care of the tr the tribe of his people and he made those very important holy things like trash and we do it for long enough the lord's the lord will give it to us and so many people out there don't want to follow the Lord and don't want anything to do with Jesus Christ. And for years, they're going to refuse to follow the Lord. And, and one day when, when it's their time to go, go meet the Lord face to face when they die, uh, there's no turning back. They've, they've spent their entire life making all of their decisions selfishly. And the Lord will, will give them what they, they want, which is no part with him. They, they spend their life not wanting to, to be any part of Jesus. They don't want that relationship while they're down here on earth. And when we die, we'll face him and, and he'll give us what we want. It'll be eternity without him. Judgment instead of love. Even though there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, we will not be allowed into his presence after we die. So we need to be careful with the word of the Lord and, and what he said and how we walk. And just remind each other of that every, every day, every time we talk. Like, the Lord is good. We need to pursue him and, and stop pursuing self. Such a dangerous thing. And that's where I'm going to end for today. We'll pick up um, in verse 41 next week. As we see more and more sin take take off in the, in the world of these two brothers. <clears throat> Lord God, thank you for this time that we've gotten to spend in your word. Thank you for this, this day that we have. Lord, I pray that uh, your word would bless those people that are, are listening and that will listen to this in the future, Lord God. I, I praise you for... The example that we see of humans, that they're, they're sinful, they're messy, they're deceitful, they're wicked, just, just like we are. Lord God, I pray that you can help us to pursue you and your holiness and your righteousness first, rather than pursuing physical gain, profit and wealth and health. Lord God, I help you, you remind us to pursue you first and that all those things will be added to us. All those things will be given to us by you, Lord God, if we pursue you first. Lord, go before us and prepare our week. Lord, I, I praise you for all that you do. Lord, help us to be faithful and true to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.